Mic check, mic check. Where the f is my check? You now tuned in to do rags and boat shoes. turn down what is going on everybody it's your boy a double and you're now tuned into a bonus episode of uh durags and boat shoes on this uh good old veterans day uh just want to say happy veterans day to all the veterans out there and um you know thank you for your sacrifice and uh you know the for the ones that you know uh died in battle and uh the ones that's no longer here with us i just like to say uh, rest in peace and rest in power uh we thank you for your sacrifice all right so uh yeah what is going on with america uh it looks like america is transitioning uh back to uh what it's always been uh i guess the past eight years um you thought you were seeing progress with it as far as having a um you know a black president you know it was a uh, symbolic uh victory for uh, all people of color um you know having obama in the white house um even though he did turn his back on black folks and uh you know i know people are like well how can you be so critical of president obama uh, you just look at the black bodies laying in the street you know uh, from these legalized lynchings um so the election was this past tuesday it is friday right now um and uh the silent majority showed up and showed out uh for uh trump uh, Hillary Clinton did win the popular vote, but that don't fucking matter. It's all about the uh, electoral votes. Um, so right now, what we're dealing with is I feel like it's, you know, uh, it's like Anthony Browder said, uh, Dr. Browder said, um, he uh, basically said that, you know, we're entering this last, you know, phase of um, the majority uh, becoming a minority um, he said it's like an animal that's locked in a cage and basically is doing everything that it can to fight back and to, you know get out um, and so that's what we're witnessing with uh, white supremacy um, we see that in the year 2040 uh, maybe even before that that uh, you know uh, in, uh, in the US uh, white folks will be become the minority um, just because of the rate that they are failing to reproduce and um so what we're witnessing right now with the rise of trump um being our next president uh donald uh, president elect donald trump sounds weird uh sounds like something out of a movie um but it's real and what happened was uh like in the last episode i broke down them dog whistle words for you a few of the key ones not all of them but a few of the key ones that you really need to know uh that silent majority came out uh, they came out in droves and they voted for this man. Um, so this is what we're going to have to deal with the, uh, in the next four years uh, if, he's, if he isn't impeached by then. Um, I think in December he's facing a uh, rape case. 
Um, he's going on trial for rape um, or something like that, statutory rape or something of that extent. And uh, so this is what we're going to have to deal with. And uh, so a lot of folks, you know, were asking me. I got a bunch of text messages, uh, Facebook messages, um, emails, things of that sort. Only a couple of emails, but it's mainly like Facebook messages, Snapchat messages, and uh, text for people who have my phone number. Uh, you know, just asking, you know, what the fuck happened? You know, and uh, some of these people that hit me up, you know, they have kids and they're just asking, you know, what what do I tell my child? Um, you know, a lot of these were, you know, people of color, women and uh, uh, and women, I should say, and some uh, women of color. They were asking, you know, what do they tell their children? And, you know, I was just honest with them. You know, uh, you just have to tell them that the U.S. right now at this time has millions of people that do not like anyone that's not white. It's a, it's a hard truth, but it's something you have to, you know, swallow. It's a hard pill to swallow. It's a tough pill to swallow. But, you know, that's what it is. We've had a black man in the White House, uh, which is an oxymoron right there uh, for the past eight years. Um a lot of this silent majority, a lot of these folks felt like they've been uh, cucked, cucked-holded, you know, uh, dealing with a black man in power, and uh, they didn't like it, even though uh, Obama, he's done some shady shit overseas with these drone strikes, uh, but back home, uh, he was everybody's president, um, you know, black folks really wasn't feeling that, um, we weren't asking him to, you know, be strictly a black president, but we was asking for him to basically help you know heal the black community and help us you know get up out of this rut that we are in from the uh systemic policies this systemic racism that has been plaguing the black community for centuries okay and um to reverse some of these how some of these laws just basically just decimated our community but he didn't do that uh, he basically told us that he's just not a black president he's everybody's president um, he ran a very successful campaign about getting jobs back here. Uh, one thing I didn't like was him bailing out Wall Street, but I guess, uh, you know, the global elites needed that. And, um, you know, and they created a lot of jobs, so that's why he did it. Um, but, you know, you, there's nothing wrong. You know, I know a lot of you guys do have white friends and things like that, and you can, and it's fine. You know, I do too. But collectively as a group, there's a lot of white folks that don't like people of color. They don't like you if you're not a straight white person. Um, they don't like you if you're a white woman. You know, it's just it's just like that, you know, and we've seen that, you know, with the rise of Trump and how this man became president running on racism, sexism, xenophobia, um, you know, uh, basically telling black folks, all of you, all of you live in inner cities. Um, you know, you don't have nothing to lose voting for me. Uh, basically disrespecting women uh, from the past, walking in on team beauty pageant contestants while they're changing, uh, telling, uh, you know, uh, uh, Billy Bush that he, you know, you can do anything to a woman. You know, if you got power, you can walk up to him, just kiss him, grab him by the pussy. And uh, right now he has America by the pussy. Well, he will in January. Um, so, you know, you really have to just tell your kids that they're the silent majority, which is nothing but white folks. You know, some of them are your friends. They ain't going to tell you who they voted for. They will not. Um, but, you know, they these are people who I said before 
you know, who are silent on racial issues. You know, they didn't say anything when the Black Lives Matter shit was happening. Might even show sympathy to you. But these people know how to practice, um, you know, racism, white supremacy. They know how to act on it. And we've, we've seen that, you know, this past Tuesday night. Um, you know, you have to be honest with your kids about the system of white supremacy. You know, you have to teach your kids, um, especially little black kids or even just, you know, kids of color. Uh, if they don't fit that white mold, um, you know, you're just going to have to, you know, teach them about their history. Um, you really are, you know, about, um, you know, uh, black leaders who aren't just Dr. King and Malcolm X and Nelson Mandela. You know, you're going to um, you can't sugarcoat anything, you know, um, because if you do, once your child gets that that black wake up call that negro wake-up call when they're placed in a situation where some child other child or teen or a adult who mistakes your child for a grown adult and starts acting uh racist or uh ex exhibiting uh, bigotry your child won't know how to react and they're going to be shocked so you can't sugarcoat racism you can't because once they get that wake-up call they're going to need to know how to react to it you know um and also you know as far as you're gonna have to instill some pride into your child about the achievements of african americans and, and africans abroad um you're going to have to visit your you know your local african-american bookstores uh if you don't know the history of your people yourself um you know pick up books and uh you know pick up the uh hidden color series um pick up 7 a.m that's a great movie on black economics um check out dr claude anderson on youtube uh check check out his uh speeches there um he did a great interview with rock newman a couple a uh, couple months ago uh, about three months ago actually not a couple months ago um when he's basically talking about how blacks got into the position that they're in and he's offering solutions and he has a book called uh black labor white wealth which is great uh breaks down how we got here um also a great book called powernomics uh which came out i think back in 99 or 2000 you know around when the census came out and he's seen that if blacks continue on this route they will become a permanent underclass and it basically just lays out a plan to uh you know to get up out the situation that we in and how to understand the, the game of economics understanding money understanding the political game and the power that we really do have in america um so it's so you know that's what you really just have to tell your child you know you have to just let them know that there are millions of people that do not like them you know they're not going to say it up front but they do act on act on it you know as far as um electing officials who practice white supremacy um voting on issues that will you know uh subjugate uh people of color and people who are not straight and white um or who are not straight white people um so we know one of the first things that Trump really wants to um, get done in office is uh, term limits on uh, congressmen and women and things of that sort. They're not uh, they're not going to go for that. But there's rumor that, uh, you know, he's going to be uh, basically he will appoint one Supreme Court justice uh, and it probably will be a very staunch right winger. And they could, you know, reverse the uh, LGBTQ uh, decision, you know, for people getting married. Uh, across the united states 
so um, that, that's a real fear um, for uh, those people uh, which sucks and um, you know I don't think a lot of folks understand how uh, severe this issue is um, you know I, I you know I didn't see this coming I, I believed it was going to be a coronation for uh, Hillary Clinton I thought it was going to be a cakewalk because she was actually overqualified to me to be president but i think the dnc actually took that took everything that she did for granted or you know took uh took the voters for granted i should i should say um you know and uh you know they didn't they didn't bank on the, the silent majority coming out and like that um you know he basically let out them dog whistle words uh, banning muslims um you know uh what else did he say uh, building the wall you know, uh, basically saying that black folks was poor as fuck and they needed him and, uh, you know, bringing back jobs from China. And uh, that's that's pretty much it. You know, uh, he said those key words and people, you know, uh, if you can always find someone to blame for white people's problems, you know, they will they will come out in droves to support you. You know, if you give them a scapegoat, if you give, I should say, the dumb ones a scapegoat. And um, I'll get into that a little bit deeper a little bit later on. But, uh, you know, I feel like this is going to force people of color, uh, specifically black folks, to wake up. Uh, I see a, a few of y'all still out here jigging and, you know, cooning it up. Um, but this is real. This is the perfect time for us to, uh, you know, uh, pick ourselves up and actually face what's coming to us and actually actually organized you know we're not outnumbered we're just you know out organized we're not organized um i've seen so many people down in florida posting the meme talking about you know uh the country got trump but we got weed um you know this is a fucking game for you you know you would rather stay in a cloudy ass matrix numb in a coma than to face you know what's actually going on in this country um some people fearing that it's a civil war well it's been one it's been one you know you've seen you've seen that with the cops just how they killing brothers and sisters and uh, black kids left and right um you just you just see it all the time you see uh muslims being attacked out in the street uh, and uh you know it's disgusting but black folks really gonna have to wake up you know you're really gonna have to wake up i feel like right now it's still business as usual for black folks they're back on twitter you know clowning um you know just having a good old grand time and uh now's not the time for that but uh you only need a few hundred people you know on deck uh, who has the same mentality as you to uh push forward and push an agenda so you know if you want to stay asleep that's fine you know uh you wake up when you feel like it hopefully you don't wake up when it's too late um but uh yeah one of the shocking things uh when once uh, Trump got elected was, uh, you know, the stocks in private owned prisons, you know, actually went up about 20 percent, 20 to 30 percent. Um, so we're going to see what happens with that. Uh, you know, with Trump in office, we might not be, you know, uh, geared towards releasing nonviolent offenders and actually putting those guys on house arrest and things of that sort. Um you know like i said before i thought it was a coronation for hillary you know these white you know and you should never be shocked by white supremacy but um you i didn't think that it was going to come to this 
uh, with Trump. I didn't think it was going to be so many people, you know, come out in droves into into to support this man because um, he basically isolated, you know, or uh, raged against everyone that wasn't a straight white male, you know, and then. Once he get into office, you know that he's basically he's a ticking time bomb. Nobody can control him. Remember back a few episodes ago, I said that the uh, RNC, the GOP was trying to look, look and see if they could actually replace their nominee for president because they couldn't control him. He kept going off script. He, you know, he kept saying what the fuck he wanted to say and he can't be controlled. So very dangerous thing, you know, and, uh, you know, I actually feel bad for Melania um you know she 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 just wanted to be spread eagle in magazines you know butt ass naked and you know she would let trump probably you know finger fuck and get his dick sucked by other chicks um because she had a sugar daddy that's all she wanted and now she's like what the fuck i am the first lady like all i wanted to do was spend this man's money and get some dick on the side from some younger cat with bigger hands and but now she gotta actually be the fucking first lady and this first lady has been spread eagle hugged up with other women butt ass naked and uh that's going to be our first lady but america was shitting on michelle obama for showing her arms and so now when you speak on this issue of comparing michelle and melania they're like so what she's hot and you're just like okay so this was just another this is a way to basically hide your racism hide your bigotry because you just felt uncomfortable seeing a black woman as the first lady so it's just like i don't care if this woman was you know kissed up butt ass naked with other women in publications i don't care that she was spread ego you know she's hot and she's white that's all that it is you don't care that she's a foreigner um so you know the it's like DeRay said, you know, you watch whiteness work, you know, it is working well, you know. So, you know, it's one of those things um, that whites are so joyous. It reminds me of, you know, when black folks were, um, you know, uh, back in 08 when we uh, had President Obama in office, you know, we elected him and uh, we were very happy. Um, but it wasn't. You know, the crazy thing about it, people are trying to compare the two, but, you know, white folks are very vengeful people, very vengeful people. Um, I remember listening to, I forgot who it was, um, but I was listening to a brother debate uh, or talk to a white supremacist and he was talking about how dumb Mansa Musa was for being the richest man in the world and not weaponizing anything. You know, instead he was just spreading the love. But as, if you know, that's that's not you know African people's nature to be violent. Even though you you see it on the news, you see the propaganda. They try to paint black folks as very violent and agitated and shit like that. We're prisoners of war over here, you know. So that's where that comes from. But if we're you, you see us all together having a good ass time, that energy just resonates you know and uh people are and we were very welcoming to other people you know and uh that's how mansa musa was but that just shows you the mind of a white supremacist they want to weaponize everything and protect everything and that's because they're a global minority it's actually in the dna you know to basically protect yourself and your group of people but you know some folks just take it to the extreme uh white folks not all white folks but most of you um 
so that's just something that you really have to uh, uh, think about, you know, and that's why we we're having these protests, because we know how vengeful white folks can be. Um, there's so many protests going on right now. Uh, there's actually one going on right now to the kids at the kids in Central High. They're protesting President elect uh, Trump. And uh, the reason that I say that white folks are so vengeful is you had eight years of being under a black man. Now it's just like, okay, I can go full on out white supremacists. And you have these these things going around the country, uh, uh, Muslim women's uh, hijabs being ripped off, um, employers telling them to take them off. Um, you having people, uh, you know, spray painting, you know, the uh, swastika saying, hail Trump. Uh, you know all across different cities and um, you know you got somebody like David Duke former uh, Grand Wizard of the Klan just celebrating and having a good ass time then there was a protest here in Omaha um, that night downtown and it lasted about five hours couple people got arrested cops uh, you know uh, shout out some pepper balls and things like that but you know I'm very proud of the students of Central High to uh, not be tamed you know by the establishment uh, because basically the uh, day before so yesterday Thursday uh, you know um, uh, official school officials learned about the students walking out on Friday and they basically had like this town hall in the courtyard where they wanted to answer questions and the teachers couldn't answer the questions because the students were asking how did this man win why do we still have the electoral college if people really have the right to vote and Hillary won the popular vote uh, we had a man that ran on you know bigotry sexism racism and xenophobia uh you know he basically his whole campaign was reaching out to that silent majority because he knew that they would turn out and uh you know that they would come out in droves and vote for him and he knew how they were feeling you know at the time uh with president obama with all this uh black lives matter stuff with gay folks getting the right to marry marry and those that silent majority just felt like they fell by the wayside like they felt like it's wrong to be white in america and they're like okay well his whole campaign was make america great again but what i'm saying is you know shout out to those students because you know those teachers couldn't answer the questions they couldn't answer the questions that the students had they, they were there just to dissipate that energy and just kind of settle them students down and you look at it today they're outside you know they got uh you know black lives matter signs uh lgbt flags mexican flags out there flying and you know they're chanting and you know bringing awareness and you know that's that's what they can do that's what those kids can do which is dope so now we have to look at the adults you know why are you out here protesting and you can do more than that um we you know we you can do more than that we never ever get past step one um and plenty of those uh, same white folks that you're out here protest i don't even know why black folks out here protesting um we should have been out here and you know working on some other things getting the, the money game in order to protect our group collectively you know when it started with these murders you know we never get past that first step of gaining attention and i think it's i think it's out of fear and i think it's one of those things because you're out here um giving so much energy you out here hooting and hollering and then you feel good about it 
but what's the next step and then you can be like well adrian well double um you know martin luther king did the same thing marched and prayed and all this other stuff and had sit-ins and all that other stuff but dr king and the sclc were actually in the ear of lyndon b johnson president johnson they were they were actually in his ear talking to him you're not seeing anything like this with president obama only thing people are out here doing is uh hooting and hollering and protesting that's it we never get past step one and you know what i feel the jig is a lot of these folks you know it's a lot of white folks out here talking about uh my pussy grabs back um not my president you know black folks are out here hooting and hollering with them but a lot of those white folks i feel like they they're part of the silent majority that secretly voted for trump you know they went to their polling place you know you know went to the little uh the little uh top desk the standing desk you know with the uh partitions you know they look left look right look behind them and they went ahead and filled in that circle for trump pence you know and i want you guys if you're at a protest or a rally i want you to start talking about some economic empowerment with these uh, white protesters and watch how quickly they'll deflect and start talking about symbolism nah man we just gotta go to the streets we just gotta go to the streets and get more people doing this and that and the third nope and that's how you know that it's a fucking jig okay i'm not going to be out here hooting and hollering not my president i'm going to prepare my people physically and mentally you know so they'll be ready come next presidential election uh next uh midterm you know that's what that's what we as black people have to do we gotta fall back we gotta let these other groups fight their fight you know we have to stop representing all people you know moving forward you know we have to push our own self-interest um we have to stop falling for the um black empowerment is racist you know because america showed us exactly how they felt about us you know social social justice warrior warriors online you know talking about black lives matter not my president you know they talk all this shit online you know to you know to be in good because they don't want to catch any kickback or no flat but you know when they're offline they practice white supremacy i know there's a ton of them that do it you know there's not, there's millions tens of hundreds of millions of users of twitter um facebook and you know snapchat and things like that they'll be out here hooting and hollering online but offline they're working for they're working to maintain white supremacy you know that's 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 what it is it's a tough pill to swallow but it is you know and we actually have to stop helping these other minorities and their agenda you know a lot of times we do come out and we help these other groups um they get their agenda pushed and then you know black folks are left uh you know left with facing our own demons and uh the demons that are facing us that we've been dealing with and who's out here helping us like just really think about that really think about that who's out here helping us you know um but if anything if we are smart about this you know we can use these other groups to push our agenda you know and we really have to start challenging these policies um that's one thing that black folks really have to do is start challenging these policies um and we have to practice quid pro quo uh politics we really do we have to uh give something to get something and i've said this before it's uh basically you know uh we, it doesn't work anymore like you get my vote 
you know, once you do this for my community, it's like you get my vote and a couple dollars for, you know, what for policies, you know, changing and things like that. And uh, speaking of paying attention to policies, we do have that midterm election coming up in 2018 um, in November. <clears throat> so just keep that in mind. We really have to start paying attention to politics. Um, and we really, like I said before, we have to get past step one of protesting. Like, we feel like that's all that we have to do. But there's more than that. There's more than that. Protesting gains attention. And the main, the main thing for protesting and rallying is to get more people to join the movement. That's the whole purpose of it. Gain attention and get more people to join the movement. But the movement has to get past step one. Okay? So we really got to get some black think tanks going on and seeing how we can... Uh, change these racist ass policies and how to get people into the Senate that's going to push our agenda, you know, or at least gridlock some racist ass policies that they're going to try to, uh, you know, going to try to implement under uh, President elect Trump. So that's something that we really have to do. I can't stress that enough, you know. Um, and also, one of the most important things that black folks need is black media. Uh, that's one of the most important things so i really need you guys to check out um podcastingcolor.com um to check out some different podcasts because right now podcast is the wild wild west um youtube channels are um but you really need to uh start supporting black media and things of that sort um i just seen where uh there's a building out in is it philly it's somewhere um basically uh some kind of uh media building it's all about free speech yada 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 and uh, or freedom of the press they're basically going to uh have trump there and you know trump is all about uh suppressing uh the freedom of the press you know what i'm saying so that just shows you uh where we are and uh and then there was an article speaking of the press on news1.com the uh, tv station where there was a woman a sister she was writing about how she felt uh, betrayed by white feminists um because uh they turned out in droves to vote for trump and uh, and i'm like you 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 haven't learned a damn thing yet because uh white women has basically been uh have been you know uh with white supremacy since you know black men had the right to vote way back you know uh, after slavery so you can look up them bigoted ass quotes from like susan b anthony and shit like that um and we really have to we really have to as far as black folks stop falling for symbolic victories and tokenism you know uh and we did a great job this past election not you know falling for the hillary okie doke she thought she could go on the breakfast club a couple times you know talk sassy shit like that thought she could go on ellen and do the whip and the nay nay with a black dude and it's like no nigga we're not our parents you know we need actual concrete policies or you're not getting this vote and you know she thought she could be like her husband back in 92 playing the saxophone on a on a fucking arsenio hall you know what i'm saying pandering and shit like that it, it, nope it doesn't work like that it doesn't work like that at all um and then tokenism a lot of folks don't know what that is but uh, i'm gonna give you um give you an idea so basically uh it'll be like a like let's say like a governor 
um, you know, coming to the black community. Um, you know, the governor of Nebraska, he ain't gonna fuck with black folks, you know, over north. So fuck Pete Ricky's. But if he did, he would come there and he'd be like, well, what are you gonna do? He's like, well, I'll have a diverse staff and shit like that. So we'll hire like one Hispanic woman and one black dude. You know what I'm saying? On his staff. And they'll be very low ranks, you know. So that's tokenism. It's nothing that nothing tangible that's going to help our community. Um, but it's just like, hey, I kind of like you guys. I hired one of you, you know, so we're not going to fall for tokenism. Um, and, um, you know, uh, black folks want something tangible. Reparations. Um, that's something that we really have to we have to think about and to push this agenda we really have to drop out of the two-party system you know and create our own party you know i don't care what we call it uh we need to be together and you know when we get this to this uh third party going you know just that's just full of the black vote you know i don't want to i don't give a fuck what we call it i don't care what the logo is we're gonna have some niggas caught up on the name and the logo because they scared you know oh, we should we should we should call it the israelites of of the united states of america i, I don't care as long as we on the same page and we're in the same party and we know how we're going to uh donate to campaigns and vote that's fine with me you know i don't care what the fuck we call it and um you know just going back to and then that's so once we have that power we need to start uh we need to start holding uh basically debates and you know and asking people certain questions asking uh questions like you know is this going to help our community is it going to help our plight and things of that sort um and as far as the uh the the argument you know for reparations you know uh, uh, everybody and their mama received it you know uh white indentured servants got it with the freedom dues uh southern slaveholders actually got monetary reparations and about a billion acres in land uh japan got it you know uh billions of dollars in the point four program uh germany billions of dollars in the marshall plan uh japanese americans back in uh you know reparations for world war ii internment uh, jews got it you know uh, for the german holocaust and american indians got it you know billions of dollars in land cash payment and public assistance you know so why not black folks you know they try to tell us that the civil rights uh bill was our reparations no only thing that the civil rights bill did was have us spend our money with white folks they gave us the right to spend our money in white establishments that's all the fuck that it did and then you then you got people that's like oh my god adrian oh my god a double it was so long ago like how can you even track that well i mean if uh you know i read read reread powernomics and it gives a perfect perfect example of uh going back to the past for reparations and the government did give these people their money so check this out back in october of 2000 the wapo the washington post um you know they reported that congress exercised its authority to aid indians when it rewarded a new mexico indian tribe 23 million dollars in about 46 hundred acres to settle a lawsuit over uh land that the tribe claimed under a grant from the king of spain more than 300 years ago okay over 300 years ago they used that in their defense you know what i'm saying so indians are getting benefits that go back centuries you know and blacks you know we up here listening to skeptics you know tell them tell us we ain't being entitled to reparations because slavery ended more than a century ago but these indians can go back to a treaty 
or a grant from a, the king of Spain more than 300 years ago. So you need to get the fuck up out my face when you start talking that that whole uh, oh well, it's slavery was so long ago. It was so long ago, and the, and the, the whole country is benefiting from it, but us, you know. So y'all can eat a dick on that shit. You know, I, I was rereading Powernomics and I read that, and then I looked at the article on the WashingtonPost.com, and I was just like, Are you fucking serious? Are you fucking serious? You know, it just it just got it just got me angrier, you know. Um But uh you know one thing that black folks really have to do, and I can't stress this enough, uh we ha- we have to do- be done explaining racism to others. Um you know, I feel like the whole Black Lives Matter movement was basically telling folks that our lives matter also, and that's what it was meant to do. Um, but these white folks know, they know, the system know that we're suffering from racism, you know, white supremacy. They know it. I am not in the business of explaining my pain and my people's pain to you, you know, because I feel like secretly you get off on that shit. Don't play fucking dumb with me. You know what the fuck is going on in this country right now. You know, um, and, you know, we're going to have to stop because I feel like some folks love to do that and they want to look for pity. They want to pat on the head from white folks. Stop it. Stop it. We're going to have to face this demon dead in its face and attack it head on. We're going to have to play the system to beat the system. You know, if you're not with that, uh, you know what? You're going to end up being the next contestant on this summer jam screen. And as Hove said. Don't be the next contestant on that summer jam screen. I smoke rocks. I smoke rocks. Thank you so much, Tyrone Biggums. How you feel about this election? You just gonna leave? Okay, you gotta get to them rocks. Uh, all right, all right. Well, you know when uh, Tyrone Biggums dropped that jewel, you know it means selling hope like dope. Um, and you know who was out here just selling that hope like dope? It's not Hillary Clinton. It is white women. You know, this is so wild. Uh, White women actually pushed uh, Trump over the top to be president elect. Um, You're like, how is that possible? I don't know how that's fucking possible. Uh, You had the first woman running for president and Hillary Clinton couldn't win over white women, which is wild, ain't it? Because she is the quintessential accomplished white woman, you know, Um, very powerful, uh, very smart, educated and uh she couldn't win over her own her own people and what the fuck does that say about america it says uh, no what does it say about white feminism it says that they will basically protect toxic masculinity if it means protecting the community because basically hillary clinton was running on a platform of uh i guess trying to be everybody's president you know trying to uh let trump you know shoot himself in the foot and he didn't shoot himself in the foot the gun jammed and uh you know uh, poor white folks ate that up uh and over uh what was it over 53 percent of white women voted for trump and then um, on the uh, Edison uh, exit polls, it showed that uh, it actually broke it down to white women that were non-college graduates. And that that uh, that was amazing. Sixty two percent of those uh, white women that do not have college degrees voted for Trump. Um, but white women, college graduates, uh, it was actually 51 percent of them voted for Clinton and 45 for Trump. So it just shows you um, education is key and uh you know it this this goes back to the jig of uh white feminism 
because and uh, so many of our sisters get wrapped up in the the feminism thing uh black feminism i do believe there are uh some some true uh black feminists out there who are black and women you know fighting for women rights but so many of them uh you know get caught up wrapped up fighting for uh women's rights um that they leave their black folks behind you know it's kind of shove them off into the corner and uh, a couple of folks were making the argument on twitter you know that <clears throat> you know white feminism you know it puts white first and you saw that with this election with over 53 percent of white women voting for trump and then you look at that exit poll the survey that i just you know gave you numbers for over 62 percent you know 62 percent voted for trump who didn't have an education you know so there's always been a jig there's a great book about that called white women's rights um and it basically breaks down uh you know so-called feminist crusaders like susan b anthony and shit like that and um when i said back on the summer jam screen when i was talking about the news one article the woman was talking about how she was so hurt by a feminist you know uh voting for trump and all this other shit white women white women turned out in droves to vote for trump uh, well, they put whiteness first, you know, and uh, you should have saw this coming, you know, too many uh, sisters want to uh, not all, but uh, so many that be on this uh, feminist tip, you know, they want to be have this whole womanhood shit going on. But, uh, you know, a lot of women that were around during the that movement, that huge feminist movement, that burning of the bras and shit like that back in what was the late 60s, early 70s. Uh, there there wasn't any unity in that within that movement. Uh, you know, so many of those white women were, you know, burning bras and uh, down with the man and all that shit. And they went right home to their husbands cooking him a meal. And, you know, black women, uh, not all, but a majority of them, you know, bought into this whole independent. I don't need no man type bullshit. And uh, it decimated the black families and it made the black families weaker. And we see that uh, we we see that you know with this election you know so many black feminists were shocked that white women turned out in droves to vote for trump uh, you know uh, a very sexist man you know uh, there's there was old interviews showing him that he would be pissed if you know his woman didn't have dinner ready for him by the time that he got home um you know a woman couldn't be beautiful if she had small breasts and um, shit like that him walking in on team beauty pageant contestants grabbing women by the pussy just kissing them um and then uh yeah but they turned out for whiteness that's that's what it is they, they were white first before anything you know and uh i seen one of these uh these black feminists on twitter talking about that uh that uh white feminists uh basically protected quote-unquote toxic white masculinity white male masculinity because it protects their community and they and black feminists attack black male mask uh, toxic masculinity because it doesn't protect the community and all this other shit just like what the fuck is wrong with your thinking you know you're still making excuses so basically you're saying that uh it's okay for white women to protect white male toxic masculinity if it protects their community and their interests you know and uh then some folks was just trying to flip it back on uh flip it back on black men it's their fault you know for this happening and all this other shit but you know what you know uh so like i said it was a silent majority you know uh, with some of them white women that y'all say that are evolving quote unquote uh you know they jujued on the beat of white supremacy and uh voted for trump 
that's what they did the beat of the drum of white supremacy and uh went on in there you know uh, uh shaking and uh moving and grooving you know had a black song in their head and they were like let's go for trump pence bitch you know and then they went back home to uh you know fucking uh some fucking their mexican man or fucking their uh fucking their uh their uh their negro so uh yo the, the jig was up um hopefully uh black folks will learn that we really don't have any allies collectively it's cool you have friends sing singularly uh but as a group collectively you know this is a competition that's why everything is called that's why it's race that's why it's race that's why each group is called race you, you know that's why it's divided up into races because this is a race for resources and every other group plays to win except for black folks black folks want you know everybody to you know uh, uh to be you know wholesome and friendly and all this other stuff which is fine but every group is competing against you and you're gonna have to really realize that and you seeing it here how white women turned out for white men uh to vote for trump and uh hopefully uh you know some of these black feminists get it through their minds that uh you know there's some toxic white uh feminism out there very dangerous and you know they and i said it before on the summer jam screen black folks have to stop letting other groups use them to push their agenda you know and uh, a lot of these folks that's hooting and hollering these white folks out here with these signs that says not my president they secretly voted for him okay so white women a lot of y'all was out here selling hope like dope i mean everybody and their mama thought that uh hillary clinton had that white uh that white vote you know and then also selling hope like dope is a lot of these people who are talking about that we didn't protest in no way no in uh, 2012 when obama won and you know why are these people doing this and being savages and all this other shit i mean you guys pretty much had a birther movement like you guys created the fucking tea party in february of 09 like help me out here uh like you don't even remember this uh populist movement that you guys created basically it was just pretty much uh it was a silent majority showing their faces you know trying to basically saying that uh, obama was a kenyan um he was a muslim he was a terrorist um he's going to basically uh send america back to the stone age or to the great depression and all this other bullshit so y'all out here selling hope like dope it's like i don't remember this happening and donald trump was the leader of the birther movement you know uh we need to see his birth certificate we need to see his birth certificate just was preaching that even before he even ran for fucking president you know just trying to stay relevant in the eyes of uh, white supremacy so y'all selling hope like dope uh white women y'all really y'all pulled the wool over everybody's eyes everybody and i do not want to see a motherfucking article talking about we got in this position because black folks and other people of color didn't vote it, this ain't our fight we, we're dealing with our own issues and we about to you know deal with them head on so you guys gonna have to fight that fight i'm not joining any one of you motherfuckers i am going to focus on my people and educating them on how to vote and how to pull their money together in economic empowerment okay so don't come to me with some old kumbaya shit because i know at the end of the day if i use my resources to help you you will not return that fucking favor at all okay so stop selling this hope like dope black folks wake up
This portion of Do-Rags and Boat Shoes has been brought to you by the letter L, as in, Hey yo my guy, my hands are full, give me a hand here, can you hold this L? And you know, holding an L this week, got a couple folks uh, holding L this week. Um, we are going to have Stephen A. Smith hold this L, uh, Mr. Uh, conductor of the Coon Train himself. Uh, he basically went on this uh, rant, um, you know, shitting on Colin Kaepernick for not voting. Um, this man has protested the American flag and the anthem. Uh, since the preseason of football what the fuck makes you think that he's not going to vote okay um people on social media were surprised that he didn't vote you thought him kneeling for the fucking flag was a vote for hillary you thought that he was on some you know you thought that he was gonna be on some whole let me pick the lesser of two evils type shit let me pick satan or luther uh, lucifer no it wasn't no no it wasn't gonna happen and he then said it. there's no difference between them you know what i'm saying some people you know want their uh racism you know uh serve to them very slowly uh you know die a slow death a long slow death and some people just want it right in their face like trump you know let me see that faux faux right to my face so i can you know i see you coming and let me get the fuck on up out the way you know don't poison my food like hillary that 1994 crime bill decimated black community so here they're talking about stephen a smith i don't want to hear another damn thing uh, about Colin Kaepernick It's all a joke and blah blah I can't take anything he says for show And all this other shit And you know uh, Nick Saban uh, The uh, coach for Bama He didn't vote he said he forgot You know and uh, no criticism For him but uh, Yo black ass it's easier for A coon to attack a black Person another black person because We don't have the economy um to reward or punish coons we don't have that yet the only thing closest thing we have is the plantation celebration uh the aka the coon train awards to publicly shame these people and we really have to start doing this we really have to start shaming these people into the ground because they can make millions of dollars off of uh being a coon and shitting on black folks because like i just said we don't have any way to reward or punish these people you know we don't have a way to hurt these people in the pockets you know um so Stephen a smith you really have to hold this l you know uh you are very quick to wag your finger and uh, shame a black person and you i don't care if i offend the black community and all this other shit and you know fuck you um eat a bowl of hot baby dicks and uh, i hope you choke on one and uh we have to give the state of florida um a, an l uh, your man's the uh, the human shit stain, the uh, Teflon skid mark. Uh, George Zimmerman has struck struck again. Um, Atlanta Black Star, uh, shout out to them. They just ran a story um, saying that George Zimmerman is out here with the shits again. He was at a cigar bar. Um, some guy was like, hey, George, what's up? You know, and then George didn't say nothing to him, tapped him on the shoulder. George was like, don't fucking touch me, blah, blah, blah. Manager comes over to break it up. George Zimmerman, with his white Latino ass, has the audacity to say, hey, I didn't know you were a fucking nigger lover. Okay? Cops are called George Zimmerman. He knows that the system is going to protect him. He wants to file charges, you know, against the guy who tapped him on the shoulder for assault. Um, anytime someone steps to this man's face, uh, he's always calling the law. But beforehand, when he killed Trayvon Martin, you know, he was Billy Badass with that pistol going after a, a, a black child, you know. 
So the state of Florida has to hold this L because this man has had numerous run run ins with the law. Um, you know, beating the fuck out of his uh, out of his uh, his uh, significant other. Um, you know, road rage incidents, been shot at, um, and then now we have this. Um, this man is just he's he's pretty he's the he's the Teflon skid mark. That's what the fuck he is. He's a Teflon turd. That's what he is. Cause charges don't stick to him, but he's still a piece of shit. So from now on, he will be known as the Teflon turd. Um, so he has to hold this L, you know, uh, the uh, state of Florida has to hold this L cause they have a menace running around here and this man thinks he's untouchable, but one day, one day soon, he's going to run across the wrong motherfucker and you know, you know, uh, only God can judge that person for what they do to George Zimmerman. So, uh, Florida Zimmerman hold this L. You win. Perfect. <laughs> Alright, so moving on to Not All Heroes Wear Capes. Uh, this is pretty much for the students of Northwest High School and the, the students of Central High. Um, you know, just big shout outs to you um, for walking out and for exercising your right. Um, just, just, it's beautiful to see this from young folks um, and to be so woke. Um, this, uh, this country should be about liberty and justice for all um and you guys you know you seen something wrong and you did something about it so shout out to you and remember the power has always been with the people um it, it's never been with the higher ups you know um you can just stop listening to them and stop supporting them the power has always been with the people and that's something that we really do have to understand a lot of older folks don't understand this so uh you know coming from a 30 something you know salute to y'all teens out there who uh you know who are staging this walkout and you are fighting for justice um so keep doing that keep bringing attention and it's up to us you know the older folks you know our mid-20s early 30s 40s 50s 60s 70s uh it's up to us to actually implement the change they're bringing attention we got to work behind the scenes to actually change this filthy corrupted ass country um it's been going on for far too long and um trump is exactly what we need because we need to wake up out of this fucking bullshit ass matrix that we've been in and letting so many people get harmed and uh you know ultimately pay for things with their life and uh when these leaders you know emerge from these grassroots movements we need to protect them and uh we need to keep them grounded so that they won't become part of the establishment and uh you know turn their backs on us or because or if they get too big and too much of a threat to the establishment you know we gotta protect these people so they will not be become you know martyrs um you know they won't pay for it with their lives uh too many people before us have fought the good fight and we didn't we failed to protect them uh, we failed to protect them you know uh during the Markham, Ma Martin and Malcolm era, you know, uh, a lot of churches didn't want uh, Martin speaking there because he was stirring up too much controversy. And, um, you know, people were saying that Malcolm was too violent because he believed in an eye for an eye. Uh, we, we need to protect these uh, these men and women out here who are fighting for our rights. And uh, black folks, it is now time to get on code. But, uh, you know, I salute all uh, the youngins. You know, at Northwest and Central High, who are you know staging this walkout and you know taking to the streets and protesting. 
um, that's what you do. Um, you do what's in your right. Do not start rioting uh, because that's just a way for you to, you know, catch a charge, you know, as a young and, you know, be out there, you know, say your piece and, uh, you know, keep doing your thing and keep bringing attention because it's fuck the system right now. So Trump is exactly what we need to face the demons of this country. You know, we we never have an honest conversation about race. We never have an honest conversation about a sexism. Uh, we never have an honest conversation about sexuality and sexual orientation we just kind of bury it you know that's not my problem i ain't got to deal with it and you keep burying all this shit and it's just it's going to implode or it's going to explode you know and uh right now with uh president-elect trump you know he is the the match you know right next to the this uh this uh, this uh kettle or uh, this uh keg of dynamite you know that's filled with all this suppression you know um so we really need to attack this head on and also shout out to everybody who's uh you know trashing their new balance sneakers um because new balance came out and was basically saying that trump is what uh is the change that we need from uh, you know president obama because new balance makes their uh, sneakers in america but uh you know what real niggas ain't never fucked with new balance i don't like you know i'm a sneaker head but you know even they had you know collaborations with different designers and shit like that i've never in my life fucked with new balance like growing up we used to call them nebraska sneakers like you would see like uh old white dads rocking them all white shoes with that big ass n on the side like i've never fucked with a pair of new balances never never in my life fucked with a pair and i'm not going to start now uh it just just wasn't my flavor um they look goofy with that big ass n on the side and you know shout out to everybody who's trashing their pairs um just was never for me uh, it just, you know, always been, you know, Nike, Adidas, Reebok, um, even got a couple pairs of Asics, you know, for running shoes that are amazing. Um, but yeah, I've never fucked with New Balance. They, they were always dad shoes. I don't care how cool you try to make them with designers and shit like that. It's never crossed my mind to cop a pair of New Balances. So, you know, and they just show, you know, where they stood. But, uh, you know, I feel like Trump is a good thing for us because it's going to force us to attack these demons that's been plagued in the u.s for so long so but still just shout out to these students uh doing what they doing best and this is a call to action to all the older folks you know the the 21 up and uppers you know it's time for us to basically you know start working behind closed doors and change these policies and get some of these corrupt ass politicians up out of there who are not pushing our agenda forward okay and uh, like I said to my black folks, it's time for us to drop out of both of these parties and uh, create our own party and, uh, you know, basically start holding debates where uh, candidates come to us and answer specific black questions on how they're going to help us. And if they say no to either one of them, OK, you have a great day, but you will not be getting our votes. All right. But still, shout out to the students. Keep fighting a good fight. And this is a call to action to, uh, you know, all my older folks. You know, uh, we really have to uh, we got to put our nose to the grindstone. And it's time to put in work. All right. So last portion of the show um health over wealth you know what i say without your health you can't enjoy your wealth and uh, a lot of people are questioning how did we get here um how did so many people uh vote for you know this billionaire who's out of touch 
you know, with the working class man and woman and all this other shit. Well, he spoke on a he spoke in dog whistle words for uh, white supremacy. So we're gonna go back to Lyndon B. Johnson. Um, this was before pres- he was president. This, I'm just going to read an article from a, a portion of an article from 1988 Washington Post by uh, Bill Moyers, and uh, it has a quote in there that basically explains. You know the thought process of uh, you know how how do you come up with a poor white conservative like how, what are you conserving you're poor um, you know you would have so much power if you teamed up with other working class groups and you know voted in blocks that way you know so many people and you know that's why a lot of people speculate that uh, Dr. King was killed because it wasn't about him uniting black folks it's when he started the poor people's campaign that's exact that's when he got you know assassinated when he started talking about money and uniting the working classes and uh, basically coming to Washington for that check uh, specifically for black folks but he was going to unite the working poor together and you know raise wages and things of that sorts but uh, going back to this article from November 13th, 1988 by Bill Moyers, it's titled What a Real President Looks Like. Um, and it has a great quote in here. So while um, start reading it. So while Lyndon Baines Johnson was a man of time and place, he felt the bitter paradox of both. I was a young man on his staff in 1960 when he gave me a vivid account of that southern schizophrenia he understood and feared. We were in Tennessee. During the motorcade, he spotted some ugly racial epithets scrawled on signs. Uh, late that night in the hotel, when the local dignitaries had finished their the last bottles of bourbon and branch water and departed, he started talking about those signs. I'll tell you what's at the bottom of it, he said. And this is the quote. If you can convince the lowest white man he's better than the best colored man, he won't notice you're picking his pocket. Hell, give him somebody to look down on and he'll empty his pockets for you. So that's just that describes basically Trump. He gave he gave those dog whistle words, you know, uh, immigrants building a wall, Mexicans uh, banning Muslims, um, you know. So this that is the cause. He's telling these poor white people that is the cause of your problems. This is who you need to look at. This is why you don't have any jobs. Look at all these jobs over in China. Um you know, look at all these immigrants coming over here, you know, and taking all the jobs and all this money. And that's why in the, earlier this week's episode, they were attacking the Chobani guy, even though only 30 percent of his staff were immigrants. Um, and he came over here, worked his ass off, got a great loan and he bought a failing yoga company. And he turned it around to what it is today, you know, for every white mom and yoga pants loves Chobani. Um, and so. It explains a lot, though. If you give poor white people a scapegoat that doesn't look like them, they will support that candidate and put money in his pockets. You know, so that's the sad thing. Um, but it's the truth. And uh, this is just nothing but another, uh, you know, for another way that white supremacy thrives. You know, and uh, what's even crazier is that uh, off of Trump's website uh, yesterday, uh, I think I forgot the uh, publication that broke the story. But, you know, before his meeting with uh, President Obama, he basically he took down the whole banning, you know, Muslims. He took that off of his website. So, uh, you know, he, he's basically running a jig. You know, he hollered at the silent majority. And I think he just needed the, those electoral votes from the swing states to get in there. And now he's really going to have to do some work. But uh, I think the jig is up. 
um, but you know it's great for both sides you know um, so uh, when I say both sides I am meaning people of color are going to have to you know face these demons and uh, you know for white folks you know hopefully it gives you some confidence and uh, you can pull yourself up by your bootstraps and uh, find that job that you're looking for um, you know the whole immigrant jig it's fucking funny talking about uh, um, illegal aliens quote unquote coming over here and taking the jobs and they're doing jobs that you don't want to do selling uh, oranges on the side of the freeway doing strenuous lawn work and uh, home repairs and uh, yeah but they're taking your jobs when it's actually you know big businesses moving over to uh, moving their uh, workforce overseas and uh, supposedly he's supposed to help with that um, but he's he's part of that entity you know with his clothing line being made in Thailand and China but hey you know he gave you uh, a person of color to look at and blame and you know you got it but um, as far as my real folks out there um, we really need to uh, you know keep thriving fighting a good fight and we need to really work behind the scenes and we need to make a change in these uh, policies and we really need to understand politics a lot better and this podcast will help you do that so remember to check out podcastingcolor.com for other podcasts um because i can't you know stress how important black media is uh, and black folks it's time to get on code and stop bullshitting and uh you know stop protesting out here in these streets lead that to them kids them high schoolers you know because that's what they need to do very energetic bringing attention but you and i need to be working together as a team to basically uh get these politicians put them under pressure and uh you know basically make america um love again you know make america great for every fucking body okay we're not going to turn america into some white utopia where every other person who's not a straight white man or woman well just a straight white man you know everybody who's not a straight white man is uh, uh living in fear okay so let's keep fighting a good fight let's put that work in and uh we're gonna make it do what it do holla Two-thirds a person Rapings and beatings and suffering and worsens Black human packages tied up in strings Black rage can come from all these kinds of things Black rage is founded on blatant denial Squeeze economics, subsistence survival Deafening silence and social control just found in all wounds in the soul. When the dogs bite, when the bees sing, when I'm feeling sad, I simply remember all these kinds of things, and then I don't fear so bad. Black rage founded, fed us self-hatred, lies and abuse, while we waited and waited, spiritual treason, this grid and its cages, black rage is founded on these kinds of things, black rage is founded on 